0: so episode two of the pretty good people podcast today i have jaden mckenzie he's a defensive tackle for ohio state university and a longtime friend of mine um jaden let's uh, let's get started so take us back to your childhood where did this all start
1: where are you from um i was born in new orleans louisiana and i stayed there till i was about five years old because of Hurricane Katrina. So me and my family relocated to North Carolina, um, like the Raleigh-Durham area.
0: Nice, nice. That is a pretty crazy start to life. You know, what was that like? What was that transition from New Orleans to North Carolina? You know, how are you feeling? How, I mean, that's
1: a pretty big thing to go through. Yeah. You know? um, it was crazy. It was crazy, but then again, like, I don't know, too much because i was so young so it was just like i'm thinking everything's like just happening like i'm not thinking too much of it but then as i got older and i started to like really like understand and like what was going on in the moment like i look back at it and i think like that's really like my family really went through something like crazy i don't know Um, like
0: historical
1: you know country disaster yeah like but in the moment, I didn't really realize what was going on. So I can't really say, like, oh, like, I was, like, all, you know what I'm saying, discombobulated and stuff. But as I got older, I started to realize, like, um, what it was that we actually went through and then what it was that everybody in the, you know, the state of New Orleans went through during that time.
0: And uh, throughout this whole process, do you feel like this has made you a stronger person? I know you said you don't remember much of it, but you know knowing what you do know now can you say that this event throughout your childhood has turned you into a stronger stronger person
1: um yeah i i definitely say it turned me into a stronger individual especially just being um being able to to make that transition from something that at the time was all i knew to something else being all i knew like no you know what i'm saying like just making that transition from New Orleans and being around my family all the time. And you know what I'm saying? Having like those relatives I could go see and hang out with and stuff like the kids my age to not being around my family and you know what I'm saying? Being so secluded and ducked off from everyone that I know. Yeah, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you get to North Carolina, what is that like? Like how did your family kind of adjust this new environment, this new, area how how
1: did that impact you and your family um i mean again i was young uh what i do remember is my mom looking for jobs and you know what i'm saying just struggling trying to get me into school and and get everything back situated trying to get everything organized and let everything flow how it's supposed to flow you know what I'm saying to create that that family connection we once had. but um I'm sorry what was the question again I got it
0: like how did your family kind of adjust like those first couple years in North Carolina how did it change from I know you were very young when you moved but you know knowing what you did in Louisiana and then coming here to North Carolina like what were some of the things that you had to change? What were some lifestyle changes that you noticed and um, things along that line of,
1: you know? Um, Well, I'll say my family, well, it was really just me and my mom. We adjusted really well. Uh, The reason why we came to North Carolina is because my mom's high school best friend moved up here and uh, right after Katrina with her kids and, she told my mom like it's a great place, like you know, what I'm saying just great opportunities up here. So my mom decided to make that, take that risk and move up here. But uh, overall, I say like that transition was went pretty well. Um, like I said, my mom was looking for a job and she eventually found one. And uh, I think she started working at Great Clips. My mom does hair. She started working. No, not Great Clips. She started working at Walmart. There's like a like a hair. I don't know if they still do this, but there's like a, a, a like a salon in Walmart. Do you know, have you seen one? Yeah. Walmart? Oh yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. She's working one of those for a while and um, eventually got back on her feet and, you know what I'm saying, was able to start taking care of everything like, you know what I'm saying, how she wanted to. But yeah. The, the transition was pretty good.
0: Nice. And uh, so going back to the school aspect was how long after you moved here did you start playing football? Like, when did you kind of pick up on that whole gig? Um,
1: I can't tell you the exact year, but I can say I started sports. Like, I started, like, my love for sports playing soccer. Really? The best goalie. <laughs> goalie? North Carolina. The best goalie you've ever seen, I'm telling you.
0: Really? How many? Uh, how many years did you play soccer? Two, really.
1: Two. One and a half. Maybe I think I quit halfway through one of them seasons. Did yeah. they have to
0: make a bigger goal for you since you were? Yeah. That was just. just I think? was so good. Like <laughs> I just the
1: competition. Honestly, but no. I played soccer and then uh, I stopped playing soccer. I forgot why. What my reason was to not play soccer anymore. But I was super excited to play soccer. I do remember that. And then I uh, eventually got into football. I played for the Panthers it was like a rec league and I remember the Panthers and it was a we were a decent team I quit though because I hated getting hit I hated getting hit like isn't that ironic like, yeah it was It's the it weird the weirdest thing but my mom uh I quit and I, did, I told her I didn't want to play no more and she was like try it again and I was like no and she was like just <laughs> like for me try it again so I was like all right So what my mom did was she gave me my pads and my helmet and we went outside and like I used to go outside and play with the kids around the neighborhood and stuff and they used to play football. So she told them to go get their pads and their helmet and there's like a little field outside of our neighborhood and my mom had told them, she was like, like, y'all want to play football? Like she asked them if they wanted to play football, they said yeah and she was like, okay, well y'all can play football play with my son pretty much so they went to go get their pad so we like we're playing literally like 11 like, on 11 football in, in the, the neighborhood, neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> craziest thing ever but my mom was like just hit him as hard as you can so i was like all right like okay so that's everybody's gonna aim for me so i got hit i got mad so then i ended up hitting this dude with the how big were you head. at this time because you're like six four now so back in that i
0: mean you were Assuming always a big kid, so
1: I was, yeah, I was a big boy, I was a big, <laughs> chubby, chubby kid. But the kids that were playing against were older than me, though. Oh, so okay. we were, we like kind of evened out, kind of, but um, yeah, that started my love for football after that day because I hit the dude. I remember this, I hit the dude. I forgot what game is it where it's like one person has the ball and everybody else chases him and hits him, tries to get the ball from him. you know what it is no idea no. i feel like i know what you're talking about i don't know like the official name for it though i forgot the name of it but that's what we were playing and i had hit the dude and he ended up getting hurt <laughs> i think i broke his he broke something his arm i think or something like that and he broke he just, it or I, you broke it? <laughs> I broke it yeah I broke it. But, um no nah, that that right there sparked my like true love for football and then, but the great thing is I didn't play again until, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. I played my seventh grade year because in North Carolina, you can't play your sixth grade year, the middle school. And So I played seventh grade year. Then I transferred and I didn't play at my new school.
0: So where in North Carolina was this at when you were playing the
1: 11 on 11 neighborhood football? Uh, this was Briar Creek. Okay. Brier creek, yeah okay. um it was like a low income the area was very like rich but the the Briar creek or the oaks that's where i stayed specifically the oaks it was like a lower income like apartment complex that we stayed in and that was another thing that was hard growing up um just being like this this poor african-american kids like in the you know what i'm saying like a very wealthy neighborhood trying to maneuver myself through the days like in there but yeah for sure i can't I, can,
0: I can't imagine what it's like with the whole history before that and then kind of adjusting to an area that doesn't really you know suit your position i can see how that could get pretty scary pretty quickly <laughs> um so let's go ahead and flash forward to high school because that's where you you really kind of bloomed um what was freshman year at high school like making that transition into okay like wake forest high school is a huge football program what was that like going into it and um what was the trial process
1: like for the football program um Shoot, going into it, it was like I didn't know what to expect, really, because I didn't play. I didn't, I wasn't like a like a football player. I didn't wasn't I didn't really love the game at the time. So it was just like a sport. I was going into high school. I think I went to a game, Wake Forest game, the state championship game. It was at Wake Forest University, which is like two hours away from Wake Forest High School. But um. I went to a game. I seen that they were good and it looked fun. And, you know, so I had previous experience of playing football and I didn't enjoy it at first. And I started to like it after that little playground incident thing. But, um, going into, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I had, I think I had trouble. Like I remember starting up spring work or summer workouts and, I needed like my uh what's that the thing called uh physical. physical i needed my physical i didn't have my physical so i couldn't do anything for like the first two weeks and like the coaches were looking at me like oh this kid's off oh you know what i'm saying like yeah. he doesn't want to be out here da, 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 da. so then i eventually got it and then the first day of practice I'm running around out there. And I was a big, still a big dude, but I could move for my size. So the coaches were like, oh yeah, we like him. Blah, blah, blah. So they ended up sending me to the varsity group and I practiced with them and I stayed there my whole freshman year. That was after like the first two or three days of, you know, what I'm saying summer workouts. But um, that's crazy. Just yeah. to come
0: into high school as a freshman two weeks in there, like, all right, put on a jersey, varsity, like
1: <laughs> just off yeah, of it the first- Big it was. I didn't realize how like how like crazy that was that in the yeah. moment. Um but yeah, no, it was definitely, definitely a great time in my life.
0: So you're a varsity football player in high school, just just started. How does this change things for you in the first year of high school? Your freshman year of high school, how does this change from it's just a sport, it's something I like to do, to I'm a varsity. Starting player as a freshman,
1: how does this shape the beginning of your high school career? Um, the I say grades, my grades that's like (laughs) football. If I didn't have football, I don't know where I would be in school because my freshman year, I told you I looked at football as just a sport, like it was just something that you could go out and run and get sweaty and play around, you know what I'm saying? But my grade I did not take my grade serious my freshman year but when I realized that football can take me places that you know what I'm saying like a lot of people don't get the opportunities to to get a chance to see pretty much mm-hmm. um that's when I started taking it serious I think I feel like I worded that weird but no ah, that was perfect uh freshman year freshman year my freshman year when I say I had got bad grades Um, my head coach pulled me aside and told me like, you have the potential to go to college for free. You know what I'm saying? If you actually lock in and do your schoolwork and get good grades, you know what I'm saying? And then produce on the field, you have an opportunity to do this. And it took me a little minute to like really believe him and believe in myself. Um, but once I did, like I say football really changed like my academic perspective a whole lot.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's huge. That's, I mean, not only do colleges look at how athletic you are, they also look at how social you are, how well you do in school, you know, grades are a huge thing. I mean, colleges are colleges for a reason. And um, it's awesome that that really put things into perspective for you, not only on the field, but in the classroom. Um, so let's skip forward a little further into senior year of high school and four years three now three years of varsity football where are you at now what is what is three years of high school varsity football on you know a pretty good football team look like in the eyes of Jaden? um I mean,
1: <clears throat> my high school team was crazy like it was it was really i was a true blessing i was placed in the perfect position you know what i'm saying because my teammates, my coaches, everyone around me, my school—like the whole support system that I had surrounding me—was just a blessing. Um, yeah, you I mean, so well, we skip it to my senior year, right? Yeah, senior year. So by the end of my senior season, I had probably—I want to say like. 18 offers, maybe. Um, wow. I was 57 and one, I think. My high school record. That's insane, stages. dude. Yeah, it, it's three aggregate. state championships back to back to back in a row. Yeah. Three I mean, that's unheard of. Yeah, it was crazy. Honestly, we were living the high life. 57
0: honestly. and one. I mean, it's you go into high school and you just are not used to losing. I mean, you've lost one game. You're like, all right. I'm done. I'm not losing. Like that is unheard of to win 57 games or 45 in those three
1: series alone. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, it was crazy, honestly. And you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, it was a blessing. I was truly blessed to be in the position that I was in to be surrounded by my teammates. You know what I'm saying? And, And the coaching staff that helped us get, you know what I'm saying, to where we got to and get all the success that we got. But, yeah, no, senior year, by the time senior, senior year came around, it was just like all I could do is look back and thank God because it was a great time, great experience.
0: Definitely. So, senior year, you're killing it on the football field. You know, are there colleges watching you? Are there, you know, is coach bringing coming up to you and saying, hey, we've got X, Y, Z colleges here? you know, play your A game, what's that like knowing that there's a potential, you know, recruiter out there in the stands watching you as you're making these tackles, as you're making these sacks. You know, what
1: does that feel like as a player? Um I mean I ain't gonna lie, like in high school it makes you feel like the man because <laughs> it's just like I don't know. It's just something about <clears throat> having that college coach that next level, the place that you're trying to get to, you have somebody coming to recruit you to go there, you know what I'm saying? Come and watch you. And like, I don't know, it just feels amazing having that, that opportunity. Um, it's it's stressful though. I'll say that it's stressful.
0: Oh, I can imagine.
1: Yeah. Like when, especially when they come to like practices or, or games and stuff, cause you know what I'm saying? You'll be tired, but, you can't be tired in front of them. You want to oh, be, yeah. at your you know, what I'm saying, you want to look your best when you're around the coaches and whatever the recruiters, just whoever is coming to see you. um But yeah, no, you definitely feel like like you're at the top of the world when <laughs> stuff like that goes on, getting called out of class. That's for, crazy. Like to to talk to a coach, you know, what I'm saying stuff like that is, yeah, it feels great.
0: So senior year did you plan on going to college or were you did you have that in your mind saying if i'm offered an opportunity like no
1: you know i'm going regardless or no it- i did not so i didn't get my first offer until junior year my it was like the beginning of my junior year or end of my junior year or something like that um but beforehand like i did not think i was going to college honestly i ain't gonna lie like i just i don't know what it was i guess it was like i i thought like my past meant that i couldn't make it to college or something i don't know what it was that i had going in my head but i did not think i was going to college especially going to college to play football um i told you my grades were bad and you know i'm saying all this like i just wasn't fully locked in and then i just had mentors and great friends and my mom especially like just getting into me and digging in my brain and letting me know like i'm a lot more i have a lot more to offer than i think i do you know what i'm saying i could go a lot further than i think i can and stuff like that
0: Um, that's got to be a good feeling knowing that like okay i can make it there's a possibility out here that you know that stigma that surrounds me, you know, might be different. I might be going, you know, I might be going to college. Like one of these guys could potentially pick me up. That's got to be a huge turning point for you as a senior. And instead of looking out as, okay, I'm going to graduate as a senior, then what looking at, you know, a potential other four years playing for a college football team, that's got to feel crazy, you know, from your background to now, that's got to be a game changer. No,
1: <clears throat> it definitely was, um, oh. Another thing that helped though motivate me was um was seeing the the people before me leave and go to college. You know what I'm saying like uh like I watched Dexter his senior year tear up the game and you know what I'm saying go to one of the biggest schools in the nation at the time and then I watched Zach Zach uh, Zach Gill he you know what I'm saying went on to play at UNC Javon Terry Uh, Drew Holmes, you know what I'm saying? I can name a countless amount of people that went on to the next level to play, and that motivated me to, you know what I'm saying, strive to get to where they were going because, you know what I'm saying, like, when it comes to this game of football, like, you... It's like, like, I don't know, it's like a drug. It's like it makes you want to excel and go to the next level. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, But, yeah, that was definitely another motivator for me to... So
0: at what point did you tell yourself, okay, like I'm going to college. At what point did you start taking in some serious offers from some of these schools? And how did that kind of change the end of your senior year, knowing that I'm going to college? It's just a matter of which one.
1: Um, I didn't get to that point until like my senior year, um, like, like mid to no, yeah, like the middle of my senior year. No, no, no. I'll say like the beginning of my senior year. Uh, because my junior year is when I really like all my offers started to pile up. I, I got my first one from, I believe, Wake Forest University. And and then um, they just started rolling in after that. But I didn't. i say, see, I don't know. That's a really good question. That's a really good question. Because there was a point in time where I was like, I'm getting these offers. But college is still iffy because of my grades. Cause I just yeah. BS my whole freshman year. But um, there was a point in time where it was just like, okay, I know I'm going to college, but which one am I going to? I ain't gonna lie. That was one of the hardest decisions I had to make. Oh, sure. to go Cause it's just, it's, it's literally mm-hmm. like you're determining the next four or five years of your life i mean In you could be it.
0: potentially determining you the rest of your life i mean yeah, it's not just the four yeah. years it's you right. know you go to a smaller school and you stay local and you don't get as much highlight or you get you know you get to play football you get to do all this but you're at a smaller school or you go to a big school and you're away from family and you don't have a much you know as much play time but you have the potential to grow indefinitely that's a mm-hmm. huge decision to make, especially as a 17, 18-year-old high schooler. I mean, that's a huge, huge life choice to make.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. And um, yeah, you're right. It's, it definitely, like, that decision could determine the rest of your life, honestly. Yeah. But, as an 18-year-old, um, I can't imagine what that's like. I mean. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so. Distressful. But, what well, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Uh, how many offers did you end up getting? Like, as a senior in high school, how many Offers did you get, and then how many offers were you actually considering close to graduation? Okay, these are the schools that I'm likely going to go to.
1: Um, by the end of everything, I want to say 20, maybe
0: 21. 21. 21 colleges saying we want you.
1: Yeah. That's got to feel crazy. No, it definitely felt amazing. You know what I'm saying? It felt like it felt impossible or like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't real. For a while because it's just like it's just something i wasn't expecting but um yeah i'd say about it was around that number and then near the end when it was time for me to uh, make a decision i'd say five schools really had like a notch above the other ones mm-hmm. uh, it was who tennessee um unc wake force clemson and Ohio State. Some of the
0: greatest bat, uh, football programs out there, and they're just saying, we want to. I mean, that's that's huge.
1: Yeah, and, no, uh, it was definitely a blessing.
0: And, of course, she ended up going with Ohio State University. I mean, who wouldn't? That's you know the cra- arguably the craziest football program out there. Yeah. I had to, to rep my Indiana colors <laughs> today. <laughs> We're not so hot over in Indiana, but you know. <laughs> we'll give you a run for your money.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I hear so you.
0: let's flash forward to that. Let's flash forward to Ohio State. You know, that after that decision's made, I mean, you have to play it on your mind. OK, I'm leaving my friends. I'm leaving my family to go pursue football. I mean, what's it like going to? Ohio State knowing that you're going to go play football and you're leaving everything behind to pursue your football career what walk me through that decision in that time
1: um going to Ohio State was the greatest decision I have ever made in my whole entire life um it was the biggest decision I've made in my whole entire life the transition from going to Wake Forest to Ohio State was crazy um Things didn't go how I wanted it to go, like, whatsoever. Like, you know, coming from winning all those games, three state championships, and, you know what I'm saying, having all these accolades and these offers and stuff like that, you just feel like the man, and and you feel like anything that comes your way, you'll just destroy it, you know what I'm saying, especially on the football field. But i say coming here, coming to Ohio State, was definitely a, a humbling experience for me. Uh, when I got here, it was rough. Um uh, it was super rough. Like it's like going rough. back
0: to freshman year of high school.
1: Yeah.
0: Starting back like, all over, crazy. but way bigger.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like way bigger. And then the responsibility, the amount of responsibility that's placed on you once you step on step foot onto a college, college campus is like ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot. And it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody, but it was hard. That was probably – still say that going, coming to Ohio State was one of the best decisions I've ever made. But it once I got here, it was one of the hardest things like I've had to go through. It was the, one of the toughest things I've had to go through. Um,
0: how about but, the uh, the people around you, your friends and family, how did they react to your decision saying, I'm going to Ohio State, I'm going to Ohio State to play football, this is what I'm doing? How did, How did people react
1: to that? um my mom was ready for me to go I ain't (laughs) (laughs) ready for me to go uh but I mean all my friends all my family members they all supported me even my mom like she just she was like well I'm not saying even my mom like of course my mom was supporting me but my mom was definitely like my number one supporter like through the whole process um my friends were all there for me you know what I'm saying like my friends' families were all there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. The support system I had coming here, coming into Iowa State, was definitely uh, really big and well appreciated. Awesome.
0: I mean, that's huge to have that support system behind you and making such a, a big decision.
1: That's that's nice to hear. Yeah, um, it hard. I will add, like, it was hard moving. No, I know, can imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's like an eight-hour drive. Uh, yeah. away from all my family and friends it was definitely tough um, but it also made me grow as a man as a person you know what I'm saying just growing to the person I am today being away from my family and it's happened before you know what I'm saying with Katrina like I've I've moved away and been placed in a, a totally different a new environment that I had to adapt to. And yeah, life.
0: that's kind of got to take you back to your roots in a sort of way where, you know, you went from Louisiana to North Carolina with Katrina. And then you're kind of, I mean, not forced by disaster, but forced by, you know, a huge decision to go to college. I mean, it's got to feel, I mean, even though you were five, that's got to feel kind of the same where you're like, okay, I'm packing up, I'm moving, I'm making a huge life change. And uh, <clears throat> I mean, both seem to be like they're for the better. I mean, one was kind of forced and one was chosen, but they both ended up putting you in a fantastic place at a fantastic school, fantastic program. So, I mean, that was that that's huge, yeah.
1: Um, no, definitely. Um,
0: so you're at Ohio State, what's it like putting your jersey on, your pads on for the first time going out on that field? What is what, what's going through your mind? How do you take that all
1: in? Oh. Um, I'm not gonna lie, before I came to Ohio, I did not fully understand the culture here. And the more and more, or the longer I was here, the more and more like I started to figure out about Ohio and Ohio State and Ohio State football and the fans and you know what I'm saying the culture here. Like it's it's honestly like putting on a jersey. Is like a true blessing, you know what I'm saying? To because I get the to represent the state of Ohio, and when I say the state of Ohio, I mean the state of Ohio, like the whole entire state. Like mm-hmm. Ohio State is known everywhere. I'm once I started wearing Ohio State stuff and going back home, like I would get the OHS all <laughs> over the place. You know what I'm saying? It didn't matter where I was, like the 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 family at Ohio State is ridiculous like it's crazy and you know what i'm saying they all they bring you in with open arms and you know what i'm saying all that but yeah no putting on a, the jersey at ohio state is definitely like a blessing it's a gr- amazing feeling like a feeling like you'll probably never get to feel again you know what i'm saying so oh yeah i'm definitely enjoying my time here while i'm here now this is
0: sort of a rhetorical question but would you say that this decision that you've made has this made
1: you a stronger player on the field oh definitely definitely I mean I'm playing against the best yeah like, I'm literally playing against the best in the the nation you know what I'm saying every year the best of the best come here because they want to compete against the best of the best so as a football player I'm definitely I'll definitely say that coming here has developed me more than it would have if I would have went to other places. Um, but also as a person, I feel like they have a lot of tools and um, support systems and people around here that help you grow as a person as well, not only a football player. And um, I think I've grown, like, a crazy amount as a person as well.
0: That's huge. I mean, that's that's all that anybody could ask for out of their college experience is just to grow – and exceed and love their environment love the people it really makes going you know being away from family being away from friends that much more enjoyable and you know it's awesome to hear that ohio state's been so great too that that's that's super cool yeah um so you are now a senior at ohio state
1: yeah i'm going into my senior year and
0: where do you stand now? How do you feel about, I mean, are you feeling the same way as you were a freshman or how are you, how's the football program in your eyes? How has it changed from freshman year till now? And what are your plans for this upcoming senior year?
1: Um, they have not changed. I mean, they have changed. I have changed. I've changed a lot since I've been here. Um, But as far as like, the love of the game like I said like coming here I had a lot of big dreams and goals and all that but it didn't go how I wanted to go you know what I'm saying with injuries and stuff like I've struggled with injuries for years on top of years now and it's just like it's a hard thing to deal with but it also helped me grow um, as a person and as a player uh, and then like I've learned a lot from these injuries and all this time I've spent up here and you know what I'm saying right now, like, thank God, like I'm feeling 10 times better than I ever have since I've stepped foot on Ohio state's campus. So this year, you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping to, to be who I knew or, you know what I'm saying? Who I expected to be and be, be who like I wanted to be um, coming in. Um, but what I'm a HDFS major if you don't know what that is, human development and family services. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. But I'm working to go into a chiropractic school. Really? Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna be a chiropractor. So that's I'm what's that. slowly trying to take classes that'll leave me in it. I need like 90 credits of specific classes in order to to um to get accepted into a school. So that's what I'm working with right now. And then yeah. You said what
0: you plan on staying in Ohio for the uh those the entirety of that
1: process? That depends. I don't know. It just <laughs> it just depends on how everything goes. Like I don't have any set plans because anything could happen. Um, but as far as right now, like that's what I want to do and that's what I'm working towards. So you know what I'm saying? And it, the crazy thing is, like, I came into college not even thinking twice <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah like that's just was it just
0: wasn't on my mind but it's crazy how things change like that you just yeah life takes you in crazy directions that that kind of brings me on to my next topic five years from now where do you see yourself being where do you want to be and wh- what do you want to be doing in five years and i just said chiropractic but do you want to be owning your own practice do you want to be shadowing, working under someone, I mean, where do you want to be in five years? What's your ideal situation?
1: I mean, shoot, in five years, I want to be in the NFL, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like it's everybody's dream, but um, if that doesn't work, if that doesn't go how I want it to go or how I expect it to go, um, I do plan on being a chiropractor uh, in five years um i'll probably still be in school i think maybe but i'll probably still be in school or just now getting out of school but um so whatever it is i just plan on being successful working hard and being successful that's all you can do
0: man just work hard put your head down do the work and you know mind your business and Uh, that'll, that'll ultimately lead to success um So you said NFL, how do you plan on achieving that? How do you like in your mind right now, if you're saying, I want to get to the NFL, I want to be a great NFL player, what goals and what things are you doing right now? What do you have set in stone to make sure you put your best foot forward to get there and say, I'm going to put all I can on the table, you know, see where it goes. What do you have going on right now to help with that?
1: I mean, one, staying healthy, that's the biggest thing, especially for me, just dealing with all the injuries. That's the thing that's holding me back from all of my athletic ability, just injuries, and specifically my knees. But I'll say one, staying healthy, like I'm, I'm doing everything I can to stay healthy, um, working hard in the the training room, getting rehab, and doing all the extra stuff. Um, and, you know, being at a place like Ohio State, I've seen plenty of people go to the NFL, first-round draft picks. You know Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you know what I'm saying, people living the dream that, you know what I'm saying, like this going back to high school. Like I've seen those, those people going to college and, you know what I'm saying, living out the dream, the football player dream, going to the next level. And I've seen that here. And um, I've seen how they move and how they operate and how they do things and how they, like, handle themselves and take care of business and stuff. Um so I'm trying to emulate that and and just put my head down, work, be the best person I could be for all my teammates, um, treat the, the, the film room like classroom, um, take care of my business outside of football. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have any worries when I go into football. Um, and yeah, just being on top of everything managing my time getting rest and yeah just taking care of business honestly definitely
0: i mean it, you know, hopefully it's a similar situation to high school where you come in and you say okay i'm a football player and then it grows into you've got when you say 25 offers and six of the you know top schools at the end a senior year saying okay we want you I mean, that ho- hopefully translates into college where you go into college saying, okay, I'm a great football player. How can I better myself? And then going into senior year with potential NFL teams looking at you. I mean, you didn't know that when you were a freshman in high school saying, I mean, if somebody would have came up to you in fre- uh, freshman year of high school and said, hey, you're going to have 25 colleges looking at you, you know, saying, we want Ohio State, Cle- like, like, all these crazy teams saying, we want you to play for us. I mean, that very well could happen. I yeah i mean i mean very well could happen in college where you say okay the eagles or fucking whoever is looking i mean you just never know and so the best thing you can do is just put your head down work be a great person work hard and strive and just have that goal in your head say there's nothing that's going to stop me from getting where i want to go and you know you put it out there and it'll come back to you and i think you've got a great head on your shoulders and i think that um It's gonna take you great places. I mean, if not the NFL, car. I mean, do something. I think you've got a, you know, the right mindset saying, "I'm gonna do what's gonna make me happy," and uh, it's gonna take you great places. But definitely, I think uh, you know, senior year is gonna be big for you, and uh, I think that'll really open up a lot of doors for you senior year. I think it'll be. um,
1: I really appreciate that. I do, and you know what I'm saying right like all you can do is put your head down and work and just yeah thank god So opportunities
0: in every success there's some major failures throughout this whole process what has been not in a bad way but what is a failure that's happened to you or something you know that didn't go the right way that ultimately turned around and became something that you've grown off of? What, you know, has been one of those situations? Uh, throughout college? Throughout anything. I mean, what's, what's been the biggest obstacle in your life? doesn't have to be a failure necessarily, but what's been the biggest obstacle that you've had to hurdle over in order to better yourself, not knowing, you know, that it was in your way? Um. <clears throat> It's a good one. It's a really
2: good one.
1: Uh, I say. I'm trying to think of like the one that it was just like it happened. And I was torn. I'd say my injury. My injury, my sophomore year, it was the the beginning of the season it was two weeks before fall camp no, no 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 am i tripping it was two weeks before the season my sophomore year um oh. two weeks before the season my sophomore year i was i grinded the whole summer before that the whole off season before that i was in a great position like an amazing position i felt good about myself i was confident I felt like I was doing everything right, um, and then I hurt myself during practice. I had like tore my—I don't know—I forgot what it was. My meniscus, maybe. Damn, that's I a tough one. It was something like I—I I blew something out, and um, it hurt me. I tried so hard to get back on the field, uh, but it just didn't didn't. Get back to where I wanted to get. They said that I had two options: either get surgery or try to rehab it, try to make it stronger, everything around it stronger, and try to get back on the field. But and I chose obviously the the rehab it and try to get back on the field. But it just didn't work out how I planned it to work out. Um, that one tore me up. I was depressed. I was in the real like down, depressed. Like I was just I was beat up. Like I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want anything to do with anything or anybody um, do you think was, no go ahead no I was just about to say I learned a lot but good
0: do you think during that time of downness with your injury do you think that's when you kind of came up with the the backup plan for okay well if you know this is going to hold me back from the NFL's I need a backup plan because kind of those failures and those lows are often what shapes great people to kind of find something else or find something within themselves that they didn't know was there. And so do you think with that injury saying, okay, this may be a holdback for, you know, being in the NFL or being, you know, pro football player.
1: Oh, honestly, I am not going to lie. This injury, this injury sprouted something inside of me that like, I never knew I had like talking to people being able to talk to people and network is one thing that I picked up after my injury that mm-hmm. I will never forget that I love. You know what I'm saying? That like, I feel like, like I will preach this to anyone any day because I feel like that's one of the biggest things in life is being able to talk to people and, and love people and, and network with people. You know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. someone could give you opportunities that school can't. Someone can give you opportunities that money can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, just being able to to talk to people and, and build relationships with people um is definitely one thing that that I learned since having my injury and, and yes, to answer your question, like that was what sparked me to to dip and dive into these new things like real estate. Like that's another thing that I, I plan on, you know what I'm saying, getting into a little bit. But um like the chiropractic and the the uh stuff like that just like uh, that just wasn't it wasn't thought before all of that uh, I say my injury definitely sparked
0: yeah i mean that's that's one of those kind of famous sayings where i mean it's not really a failure but failure is the seed to success it's mm-hmm. you know something that didn't necessarily go your way will ultimately open to a, a door to a thing that you didn't even know was possible and i mean i've had a few of those instances in my life where it's just you know, I'm going to do this and that, and this is, it's going to go this way. And then a an obstacle gets thrown in and you're like, Oh shit. Like, okay, I got to figure something else out. And that figuring something else out is what makes humanity great, which makes success great when you didn't plan on something, but you know, this little dormant thought or idea or feeling in your body comes out and it ends up being something great. I mean, this, hell this podcast is something that came out of that where i work on cars all the time and i build up build up build up and i get to work for the greatest automotive shop in the world and i get fired and i'm like you kind of you get set you kind of get taken away from that where you're like okay you know this this hero this idea this thing that i've always wanted to do and you get there and it's like you know i don't i mean i like it but it's not what i wanted and so being able to figure out something underneath and surface a, a, a feeling or a idea or a whatever to bring it to life is such a crazy thing. And I mean, failure ultimately. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's being human nature. To, yeah. Like it, you're the, the, the faster you're able to adapt, the better you, you know what I'm saying? The better off you'll be. Oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Like, and it's hard, super hard. Like you said, like you know, what I'm saying dealing with something like that, like a failure, like something that just a setback, like a major setback that you just didn't expect to happen. And learning from it, that's the best thing you could do, you know what I'm saying? But
0: yeah, definitely. So all this being said, I'm gonna ask you three more questions. I know we're we're going on here for a little bit, but I, I've got three more pretty Decent questions for you. Um, Number one being, what is the most important lesson that you've learned throughout your whole career, your whole life up until this point? What is something that's really stuck with you and said, "Okay, you know, this is engraved in me forever? Um,
2: Believe in yourself.
1: No matter what don't stop, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's one thing that stuck with me. Because every time like, I, I stop believing in myself or I let other people's opinions get in my head, that's where everything starts to go downhill. But the moment I like lock in and tell myself, I got it, this is what I'm gonna do, this is what's gonna happen, and I, I create a plan, that's where my success comes. You know what I'm saying because I believe in myself to to take care of business and do these things that you know what I'm saying people probably didn't think I could do. But yeah, I mean, like if you believe in yourself, you have a lot greater real chance of accomplishing whatever it is that you know what I'm saying you're trying to accomplish.
0: And that that's that's all that anybody can ask for, really. It's just you know believe in yourself, put your head down, and if I can dream it, I can do it. Walt Disney. I think it was Walt Disney who said that. If you can dream it, you can do it. Um, so if you could give yourself one piece of advice other than, you know, putting your head down, if, if there's one line of advice that you could give yourself or your earlier self, say your 15, 16 year old self, what would that be?
1: Um, work hard. I'm get, and it sounds like, you know what I'm saying, like simple, but like, if I could like force something into my 15, 16 year old self, I say, like, just work, don't stop working. Cause the more, the harder you work, you know what I'm everybody's gonna see you working. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, erase that, forget us. <laughs> Backspace. That. Let me think.
0: A, yeah, take your time.
1: Ask the question again.
0: If you could give yourself a piece of advice to, at any point in your life, a piece of advice that you wish you had heard and stuck with, what would that piece of advice be?
2: Um, I wish I could tell my old self a lot. A whole
1: lot um, I'm trying to think of, like, I'm trying to go back and think what it was I used to struggle with. I say, like patient. Be patient. Be patient. Definitely be patient. Be patient. I say that because there's a lot of moments in my life where I would be moving really fast and trying to just, I call it moving really fast when it's like, I'm all over the place. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Um, I'm worried about this. I'm thinking about that. And I just stress myself up. I build myself up real high until i hit a point where it's like i can't go anymore and i just drop because i'm just so sad i'm so depressed i'm so stressed you know what i'm saying i get to those like those peaks where it's like i let myself get to those peaks where it's like i can't handle anymore and it's because i wasn't patient you know what i'm saying because like everything happens for a reason i couldn't i mean you couldn't have said it any
0: better everything happens for a reason patience is a virtue i mean that's i think that's number
1: one i completely agree with that yeah I'd say i definitely say patience. That's something I go back and tell myself be be, pa- love, be patient. And you know what I'm saying? Just let it all work out. Yep.
0: Awesome. Well, I want to kind of conclude this with one final question. Um I I want to start asking all my guests this. It's it's kind of ties with the podcast. Um what makes you a pretty good person? If you could describe yourself briefly of what makes you just a you know a pretty good person
1: what makes me a pretty good person you're making me think for real. <laughs> what makes me a pretty good person um i love people i say that i love people i love everything i love helping i want to help you you know what i'm saying if you need help i'll, I'll be there for you I'll stop and drop everything I'm doing to help. I think that's what makes me a good person. Like I I just love I love it's something about helping people that really like like lights a fire under me. But
0: that's I mean, you're doing the same thing for me here. I mean, that's beautiful. I mean, definitely helping each other out's the best way to build connections, best way to build your network is just being a pretty good person and you yeah. know put in the effort that you know people deserve and it'll take you places that you never expected to see yourself and i think that's a that's a really good response
1: i appreciate that
0: well that's all i've got for today's questions let um everybody know where they can find you twitter instagram maybe what have you plug all your uh your social media, and then uh, where people can find you, upcoming events that you have going on,
1: um, just so people know where they can uh, get to you. Um, my Instagram is Jaden Mac ninety two J A D N M A C ninety two. Uh, my Twitter is Jaden M ninety two. Upcoming events: Ohio State versus Notre Dame, September. Oh, big game. 3rd i want to say maybe september 3rd big game great game night game you know we coming out with w got to <laughs> and yeah just stay tuned for the season
0: sweet well sounds good and we uh i really appreciate you coming on to the podcast today Jaden. i really enjoyed talking to you and hearing your story and i'm sure many other people will as well you're a uh an incredible individual and uh No matter what gets thrown your way, I know you'll put your head down, put the work in, and you'll you'll get it done. So I really, really appreciate it. And uh
1: had a lot of fun today, Jaden. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for having me. I appreciate y'all your kind words and you know what I'm saying. I appreciate you being a great friend as well. Um, thank you a lot. Uh but yeah, no, thank you.
0: All right. Well, that's a wrap on episode two, folks. Uh, turn in next week for a uh, mystery guest. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, bro.